Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you and welcome. On today's episode, we welcome the Americana duo, Roscoe and Etta. Roscoe and Etta are comprised of songwriters Maya Sharp and Anna Schultze. And at the beginning of our conversation, we establish right away why neither of them will respond if you call them Roscoe or Etta. We'll talk about how they develop their distinctive sound as a true duet, with neither one of them taking on a true lead singer role. Roscoe and Etta will be releasing a new EP called Blessings, Curses, Anchors, and Wings, and it comes out October 18th. And if you're in Los Angeles, you'll definitely want to catch them live at the Hotel Cafe the day before on October 17th. On today's show, you can hear live versions of the first two singles off their EP, Get Lost and Burn. So it's my pleasure to welcome Maya Sharp and Anna Schultze, otherwise known as Roscoe and Etta, to Joy Sounds. Hello, thanks for having us. Nice to have you guys. So good to be here. Yeah. So I understand Roscoe and Etta are guitars. Yes. We named the band after the acoustic guitar and the electric guitar that we used to write all the songs. And we tried like Anna and Maya or, right. you know, Sharp Schulze. It just didn't, it all kind of. No, Roscoe and Etta. Two yeah, girls in a meadow. It was too, uh, yeah, too funky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I like this. What kind of guitars are they? Are they old? What Gibsons. Are they? Yeah, they're old Gibsons. Yeah, maybe? very yeah. old. Yeah, Roscoe. Actually, I just learned Roscoe is like from the 40s, I think. Oh, my goodness. And he's he doesn't leave the house. He's uh-huh. he's kind of already fallen apart. He's a very cranky old man. And Etta is an ES one twenty T. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's like there's stories in guitars, aren't there? Yeah. In old guitars like that. Could you put your finger on? Did that do something to the songwriting process at all? Did that add totally. to it? Yeah. Yeah. With play on that was the first we wrote. I think I wrote on. On Roscoe. Oh, on Roscoe. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they were they were always around. And then I think we busted out Etta for the first recording that we did. And then after that, I think you started using her. I, I still right because yeah. she's okay. just <laughs> still so so sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. She went to a good place. <laughs> we just wanted to like get out of the way here on right. on this episode that neither of you are Roscoe this or Edda. <laughs> Hopefully, that will limit the haulers from the audience. Which one of you is Roscoe? Great. That's what I, that was my job. <laughs> At which point, I I point to Maya. <laughs> so tell me about how you guys got together. We met actually through. Our friend Garrison Starr, um, she was playing. I had ridden with her, and you had known her from a, a while back. Mm-hmm. And she was playing at Hotel Cafe, mm-hmm. and I went to the show, and and Maya hopped up to play with her on a song, and actually played Etta. Yeah. I think at yeah, that show, I did. Um, you didn't even see me. <laughs> no, so I was I was hanging back and and after Maya came and we were both standing in the same place and I was like, Oh, that's Maya Sharp. Like I've heard her name through a, a bunch of our friends. And um I, I think my my intro to you was nice guitar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good entry point for any discussion <laughs> yeah. right there. So Garrison Starr was sort of uh, mm-hmm. she was uh, the link. Um, she had just written with with Anna. Recently, she told me what a smooth write I was in for if I wanted to write with her. And of course. And so it was a writing session that got mm-hmm. you guys together. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So was it from that writing session that you thought, oh, wait, maybe this is beyond just a, a co write? Maybe we got something different here. 
Yeah, I think it took it took two songs. We wrote one. Yeah. We wrote "Play On" was the first song we wrote, and then it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we decided to get together and do another one, and I think it was after somebody was the second song. Right wrote. after that, that right, it was sort of like this is a different beast, and it doesn't fit either of our artist projects necessarily. And we started without even really like planning it out. We started to just both sing from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And right. to the point to where we wondered sometimes which one was the melody and which one was the harmony. And I'd never experienced that in any other circumstance. So it was like, okay, so we're both lead. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is really fun. It's I a feel true like I'm, duo, true it, duet in that true, sense. Yeah. And that was like from note one of song one. Mm. And I feel like I'm working half as hard because I'm, I'm only like half the lead. It has a lift in it because it's a resonance to Got it. it yeah. It's kind of reaching yeah. another level. Um, so Play On seems to be sort of a pivotal or launching yeah. pad song for you guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. What I love about this song is that it also shows a high degree of reverence that both of you have for mm-hmm. songwriting history, music history, and it, it gives both of your writing as individuals as well as together sort of this timelessness um, to mm. it. At least that's my opinion. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, you're welcome. Um, talk to us a little bit about sort of how important it is for you to pay that respect and draw from those traditions or does it just come naturally as a part of your DNA? Mm. I would say it is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we both listen to all styles from all eras. eras yeah. right, so right. like if I, you know, if I'm, if I'm a fan of something from the seventies, just cause she's a little younger than me, it doesn't mean that she hasn't heard that also. Right. Know? Yeah. Right. 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 And, and also you grew up in a family, uh, in a musical situation. Right. So, I mean, yes. my guess is that music was kind of, like I said, part of your bones and, uh, it's easy to draw from when it's, that uh, inherent in you, right? Yeah, music was was always in the house. My folks met singing in a band together in high school, <laughs> and uh, it was just, yeah, it was just always there. And so I grew up on their music, which was like Joni Mitchell, Bonnie Raitt, James Taylor, Paul Simon, Ricky Lee Jones, Jackson Brown. And so that became my favorite stuff also. I sure, remember being yeah. the only kid in... And I think it was like sixth grade, everybody was really into buying 45 singles. And they were all buying like, hit me with your best shot and right, right. like ACDC and stuff. And I'm like buying the Doobie Brothers <laughs> <laughs> and like Angel from Montgomery and stuff. Yeah, yeah. People are like, what's this? <laughs> it's great. And I'm right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, our musical snobbery was established very early on. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. I was like 11. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Did you have your time of musical snobbery in there? No and, way. I, no? My, <laughs> I don't believe that for some reason. My parents are the first people to say that they um, did a very poor job at educating me in, in music. I was always making playlists on iTunes. You know, that sure, was, yeah, yeah. those were my first mixtapes, I guess. And <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that, that was her version of a mixtape. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that must be an interesting conversations for the two of you to have. Yeah, yeah, which is helpful because we're in a car together sometimes for seven hours straight. <laughs> so hey, have you heard this need... album? Nope. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, she's she's shown me all kinds of, you know, really, really wonderful stuff. And hopefully I've... Mm-hmm, definitely. You know. But we also bonded over that 
in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Like, I, like our first session, I think it was, we found that we had a very similar um, common ground despite, mm-hmm. you know, differences in, in generations or whatever. Yeah, it right. was like, we had, yeah. we had common, like a common core. I yeah. Would say. Aesthetic yeah. values and all yeah. of right. those things kind of came together. And yeah. I would imagine that would almost have to happen totally for this to work. Yeah. Know? We like the same things about the songs and we didn't like the same things about the songs. Very too. important. Yeah. yeah. Really important. It's just in any writing session. Like I don't remember one of us ever getting super excited about something that the other one wasn't. We always seem to be in line. I mean, you know, sometimes one of us would be like, I think we can beat it. And, you know, but not like, just loving something that was not yeah. in line with the other person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we listen to hear you play the song that started it all? <laughs> so this is uh this is Play On by Roscoe and Edda.
Very cool. I love that song. That's definitely one of my favorite off your first record. Um, the other thing that I love about that record is its overall sort of sonic quality, um, mm. the production quality. Thank you. Um, did that also emerge from this song, or how, how did how did you actually shape that sound? Yeah, I think it all started it mm-hmm. with play on. I think we tracked. I want to say you tracked guitar vocal mm-hmm. and sent it over. And and in the land of um, uncharted co-writes, that's sort of like a hail mary. Like you, you don't really know. <laughs> it's like here are some files. We'll, we'll see if these land. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This was the first project of mine where I really just like let it be a little broken and loose. And when the acoustic rattled, and when it wasn't perfectly on the grid, and when there was a little like you know crackle slip in of that yeah i let it happen so yeah. the one that i and i used to be just like really clean and every it's got to be yeah. perfectly in tune blah, blah, blah. even though like a lot of my favorite artists don't necessarily record like like that i felt like i got to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, even when it was a little loose, it was, like, a calculated loose. <laughs> right, 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 right. But Three ticks back. <laughs> with, with Anna and with this project, even just from that original, just acoustic and click, I think, right? Yeah. Like, click, acoustic, and a vocal is all that I originally sent her. And I think I literally took it one time, and I was like, you know, this is this is like it's pushing and pulling a little bit, and the guitar almost fell apart because he's really old and yeah. and unhappy. But um, this just feels really good, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna throw this over to her and see what happens. And with her like intense Cheryl Crow influence, the drum, the the percussion and Conga. tracking yeah. that you added onto it after that, and Cheryl, I think has. She embraces that. Like sure, it's yeah, about yeah. the feel of it. Mm-hmm. And she even though she's I mean, great and talented as hell. I yeah, mean absolutely. she will nail anything ever. But the feel of it is always so just human and raw and I don't know. Am I onto something? No, I mean <laughs> okay. I think when I when I'm, I'm buying it, just to okay. let you know. Yeah, I yeah. buy it. Yeah. <laughs> when I mean when I to get audio files, I, I really I don't love recording audio. To me, I prefer being in the box. So like for someone just to to bestow me with these <laughs> audio files that just had a feel, like it yeah. was like riding the vibe, that was enough of an inspiration for me to kind of like start crafting. I was like, man, what if we did sort of like a maybe angels opening drum thing? And then I like, I just started like messing with, you know, decapitator, distorted drums. Yeah, yeah. Making it as kind of grungy with not not having a parameter on it and saying like how can I how can we make this fit and and match like Roscoe's timbre yeah, and yeah, a sonic yeah. quality that is a little bit is in the box and pulling from like splice today. Yeah, it worked out very well and like like after I sent her that and she sent me back what she did and I I'm more audio like. I was like, okay, what else can I put a mic on? Like, right. put it on the piano. Uh-huh. Horns. Put it on. Yeah. You I, added horns I, too. I, I added horns. I was a saxophone major in school. All so, right. Oh, good. So, um, Time to dust off the horn. And oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it took about an hour just to get my lip up again. Um, but, yeah, after she 
she handed her thing back. I was inspired by that, and I did my next round. And then we always, at some point in the song, would be in the same room, though. Usually for electrics. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And then she's the she's the engineer. I would engineer, on tracking electrics. which I love. Yeah. And then she just gets to play because she usually has to be the engineer for herself. Right. Sure. So yeah. now she just gets to be the player. I just get to be the engineer. We get to be in the same room. So if we hear something that, you know, we want to try, it can just happen then. It doesn't have to be like email and email back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, like, at the end of every song or at some point in every song, being in the same room, I think was also, you know, just a part of the recipe. And outside of Roscoe and Etta, I also know that you guys lead independent lives <laughs> and have had lots going on. Um, and uh, Maya, I know you've had, and I've uh, been a fan of your work for quite some time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I know you've had some some amazing artists get a chance to perform your songs, uh, Bonnie Raitt, among mm. others. And I mean, mm. what a... What a thrill to hear an artist of that caliber interpret your songs, I would imagine. I need a new word for thrill. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that reading that email. And it was like, hey, I'm interested in, in putting um, a couple of your songs, maybe three, on my, on my record. And I, I think I, like, I backed away from the computer <laughs> like it was a bomb and like went into the corner and just kind of rocked for yeah. a second. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, that's heavy. That's really heavy. And then... You know, she she asked me to sing the harmony. She she wanted to recreate the harmony and the horn section mm. um, off off of the demos that she had heard for those songs. And I don't know. This sounds like super cheesy, but my first dream was to play saxophone for Bonnie Ray. That was my first one no when way. I thought I was going to be a saxophone player. I was like I just, that's what I want to do. And this is the way I got there. Like I hadn't even really been focused on mm. horn for a a while, but um, I got to do that and sing with her. And, and then she's, I mean, I'm happy to tell you, just as cool as you think she is. Yeah. She's just so down to earth and and real and generous and acknowledges history and and looking forward and help and giving a leg up to whoever she can. Mm. Like really just a good human. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank That's you. That's amazing. And what a... <laughs> I love stories like that. Maybe someday I can play saxophone for Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> yeah, when I'm like 12. Right? Yeah. yeah. And Anna, you found a kind of a different outlet for your songs. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of film and television, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I think it's sort of my academic brain that gravitated toward the the assignment of like hearing all of these um listening to songs in TVs and, yeah, right. and TV and movies and sort of pulling what works in that context yeah, yeah. and then applying it in a, in a genuine way. Like, it gives you like a problem to solve, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think it's, it's actually just me writing on my own too. Um, it, 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 it helps me, guides me a little bit. I think sometimes like instead of sort of, floating in the ether and yeah, not knowing having yeah. a starting point it's like you can start sort of going for this thing but it usually ends up taking on a character of its own yeah. and that's the most important thing like yeah you have, it has to mean something to you tell me a little bit about where you've had some placements so our, our listeners can check it out yeah um i have had uh recently station 19 um my some old songs are in the young and the restless 
um, rotation, which is hey, man. in my mother's eyes, I've made it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so cool. Proven Innocent? But. Proven Innocent was yeah. the Fox show. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and a random one was um, I, I got a, a brief, my, my sync rep at the time reached out to me and he was, it, there was this documentary about doping in, in Russia for the Olympics. Okay. And he, that's a natural for any songwriter. To- right? Totally yeah. natural. Yeah. And he was like, they have this, this um, public domain French song that they're looking to replace. Do you speak French? And I was like, I, I, I do. I, I, I went to wow. a French immersion school growing up. And for me, it was kind of like I was running out the door to something and I just walked back in and it was one of those things where you just, you can't, you can't turn your back to it because it's, you're too curious. Almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I got my, I got Nathan, I got my roommate to, to kind of arrange a piano part. Um, I tracked vocal, turned it out in like two hours, sent it. And it was, it was in Icarus, which was, it won the documentary of the year (laughs) and it was just like a crazy thing yeah Yeah. these two stories are just priceless (laughs) the idea of your french immersion school um coming into play and dreams of playing saxophone for bonnie (laughs) Raitt coming true it's like this is the best childhood yeah i couldn't have scripted this this is fantastic (laughs) also you sort of uh live another life as a dj too which is to be honest understanding your your musical styles is a little bit unlikely. Very unlikely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe not just a little bit unlikely, but very (laughs) unlikely. Um, But you seem to enjoy that, and you actually get quite a bit out of that, too. It still informs your music making in a certain way, right? Definitely. Sort of surprisingly, um, I I got into it just to pay the bills, and so I didn't have to work at Starbucks anymore. Right. Unless Um, they needed a DJ. Unless they needed a DJ or a playlist curator, (laughs) you know? but just doing various, you know, events and parties and, and I DJ in college without knowing, like, you're just the, you're the person who's kind of mm. perched by the the sound system. Right. It's, it's kind of a control freak thing, I'm sure, about an environment. But I think I've learned a lot about the kinds of songs that work and for what reasons. And just this. It, it relates a lot to songwriting in a way that you can feel the energy of a room. Yeah, and it you can it lifts. It can you can kind of cut it in half if you if it needs a, a shift. You can try out new songs in certain rooms. I think it's it's a it's an art that I've I have a deep reverence for now. Could I get you guys to play "Burn" next? Because <laughs> this is a song that I can relate to. Um, quite a bit as i think a lot of people can so tell me tell me about this song because this is one of my favorites yeah when everybody's just on their phone now and nobody like writes anything anymore i i mean i've even you know i've been halfway through a letter before and like why is my hand hurting yeah right I never yeah. write yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? absolutely and the feeling of like you know throwing something in a tiny little you know trash bin on your phone um, it just isn't anything like it used to be where right. <laughs> you could like throw away a piece of paper it or light it up. It doesn't give the same closure, does it? Yeah. Unfollow. Unfollow. <laughs> That's <laughs> Mute. <laughs> it's so unsatisfying. not the same. Yeah. Unfriend. All. Take that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt? But it takes away the... It takes away the um, ritual of of sort of like for yourself kind of going, I am 
done with you mm-hmm. and right. and you want to set something on fire but that phone is expensive you can't set your phone yeah. on fire no and then whatever you deleted is like still in your recently deleted <laughs> so get it back it's never gone it's in the cloud it just <laughs> no. hovers above you <laughs> all right so this is uh, roscoe and edda playing burn does anybody send postcards a long love letter Does anybody call anybody anymore? For worse or for better Oh, these are the days we throw away Like they weren't made to last I wish you wrote me With a pen and signed your name Staring at the backlight Oh, it doesn't feel the same I'd bang, I'd steal for something real I could hold and think of you Every message, photo gone But it's not enough somehow I'm still not moving on There's one last corner I know I could turn If you just left me something I could burn Even just an old scrap A grocery list gone by Something I could light up Watch the smoke rise to the sky Oh, I'm so close to giving up your ghost And never looking back Every message, photo gone But it's not enough somehow Still not moving on There's one last corner I know I could turn If you just left me something I could burn Oh, I wish you'd left me something I could burn Just to watch it burn Raise a glass, strike a match Let the past be past Ash to ashes Oh, every message, photo gone But it's not enough somehow Still not moving on There's one last corner I know I could turn You just left me something I could burn Oh, I love that last line. That last line's a killer. Do you, do you get an audience response when when you set that up? Yeah, visceral. Oh, yeah, oh. it's sweet. Oh, that I've must had... be very gratifying. <laughs> People when... yelling, "Burn!" Yeah, <laughs> we actually. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we. See, it's not one. just me Where that resonates that? That with this. Like, I think it was it was either Peoria or Boise. I think it was Boise. Yeah, yeah. From the way from the very very back. Burn it down. <laughs> it also could have been because it was freezing cold outside, and they would have taken a fire over that. So, do you guys got some new recordings? We do. Okay. We have um, we have an EP, four songs, 
um, and the first single comes out uh, July 12th. Nice. Um, and then we're kind Which of- Which will be out by the time this airs. So yeah. So people can mm-hmm. check that out. Okay. That's good. Um, it's called Get Lost, the first one. Cool. And the second one will be probably a couple weeks after, kind of dragging it out a little bit. Yeah, okay. But by, by the fall, it'll be, it'll be out, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. And, and um, um, is this going to support also some live? Do you got some touring that's coming up? Yep, we're, we'll be out a few weeks in August and a couple weeks in September, and then some shows here and there in October, including, we're happy to say, Hotel Cafe on oh, great. Thursday, October 17th. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So what's what's the direction? What do you guys have as a vision for this, and where is it heading? We had a pretty distinctive direction with this one, I would mm-hmm. say. we The first album was sort of like, compiling all of our influences and sonic like seeing what we could do okay really um and this one we wanted to be more focused and go just pretty straight up americana keep it got it stripped down folky um still still like some drum programming and and stuff in the box but um driven acoustically cool so this is distilling it down a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Yes. Very and cool. um, Anna even wrote down on on a piece of paper, Americana. And it was ah. like sitting on the console the, the entire time. <laughs> that so like, served as your compass. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, every now and then, hey, we could do a horn section or Americana. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> it was a good exercise, though. <laughs> yeah. To, to it very keep helpful. it very focused. I think we kind of had this rule to be different from the first. So Got it. in any in any way that we could still, you know, if you already liked us, you you would still like us. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And I guess that's up to you guys. Um but you know, something that wasn't just more of what you've already heard. Right. And maybe this was a way mm-hmm. a way to do that. Did Roscoe and or Edda Make a make a, an appearance in your new songs. Heck yeah! Okay, Are all right. So kidding? there's the thread. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the thread. You can't get too far away from those guitars. No. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned "Get Lost." Mm-hmm. Um, can we hear this? Can we get a yeah um, premiere of your of your new single here? What's the What's the story on this song? So "Get Lost" uh, to us, we wrote it with Mindy Smith, and it was um, we brought in the phrase "Get Lost," which um, to me has a has a very personal meaning. It was um a hashtag that my friend who was a photographer mm. would, would hashtag all of his photos with. Okay. Um and he he was in a an accident and passed mm. away um last year. And I think the only person I would trust with something like like you brought this idea, like I'd never would written something with that. Um and I think bringing it into a sphere with with Mindy and you mm-hmm. enabled the song to to have a life yeah. through through the eyes of other people. I too. can imagine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to sing. Like, yeah. I, I, it's it it took a it was definitely a we knew that it was going to be a cut on on the EP. Um. But I have, you know, I have a tattoo and it's, it's, it's sort of this homage, but also nod to wanderlust and this notion of getting out 
getting lost in order to to find what what you're actually is has been there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. We stole a line out of this out of this song as the name of the as the whole name of the whole EP. Uh, blessings, curses, anchors, and wings. Beautiful. It's a very touching song. I really appreciate you uh, sharing it with us and uh, and as a way to wrap up our show. Um, but before we um, say goodbye to you, um, I want to make sure everybody can find you on the usual social media platforms, mm-hmm. right? You're out out there in yes. Instagram yep. land and all of that, so people can find you there. Absolutely. Yeah. They should look for you um, maybe when you're on the road here pretty soon. Yeah. So um, thank you. I really appreciate how generous you were with your um, your stories and your songs today. Thank you so much. So Thank you, Anna Schultze and Maya Sharp, better known as Roscoe and Etta. We're gonna have <laughs> them send us out playing Get Lost, new single from their from their most recent uh, project. Thank you again. See you Thank guys you soon. so much. Thank you. With wild tugging at my sleeve. What's the point in windows if you're never gonna leave? I'm kinda like a fire I turn to ashes without air. And I can find old friend lonely anywhere. I woke up with a whisper screaming in my ear. Whatever it is you're missing up and left you here the devil and my angel are saying the same things blessings curses anchors and things no midnight sky no bridge that i won't burn when i'm across no slowing down don't turn by dash breaking down moving on and pulling up stakes wanderlust yeah it's just something I can't shake no midnight sky no bridge that I won't burn when I'm across no slowing down don't turn
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.